2: Each week we discuss new ethical
1: questions. No. What what did I do? say say our names. Oh my (laughs) god. You
2: scared me. (gasps) I'm Maria. And I'm Amanda. Are you sure? (laughs) No, I don't think so.
1: Wait, don't?
2: (laughs) No, I don't think so. Okay. Each week, we discuss new ethical questions ranging from historical decisions to relationship problems to brain busting moral choices.
1: The questions can be complicated, but they're always fun to talk about because they force you to look deep, deep, deep with inside yourself. Will you like what you see? Kobe Smolders and Johnny, Johnny Mays. We're
2: back.
0: <laughs> We're back. Hey,
2: hey. <laughs> You guys, we've got we've not only are we back for the season to end all seasons, but we've got Oof. fan favorites, Kobe Smulders and and Johnny Mays together as one.
0: L- can you can
3: you even handle it? No,
0: a lot has happened during quarantine. Kobe and I live together.
3: We are. We are. Well, we can say we're a couple. We're a couple. We're romantically involved. That is so
0: great. Going really well.
3: How wonderful!
1: They met on a podcast.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's what Kobe thinks. (laughs) Yeah, it is.
1: (laughs) So, how are you guys doing?
2: I mean, welcome back.
0: Yeah,
3: I mean, where 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 do we begin? I mean. are we living through, through the biggest of many ones? Yes. Wow.
1: <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah, yes. this is the biggest one. Little did we
2: know that stupid Big One podcast came along about that earthquake. They didn't know what the- there is. There's been no earthquake. The big one is the pandemic.
0: Maria's in a long-going feud with the other podcast. I am. Is, I it, tried is to, like, it called sue The Big them. Ones?
1: No, it's called The Big One. No S, and actually it's uh, it's yeah. very popular.
0: Well, they should only have one episode if it's only one big one. <laughs> how do they come up with more every week?
1: Well, it's not they the, the same premise.
0: <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it feels like it.
2: So, you guys, you know how this goes. We like to start off the program to see if you guys have any little moral dilemmas that you need help with. Do either of you or both of you have something? And if not, I'm sure I can pull something out of my sleeve. I, I did
3: think of one. I mean, there's so much stuff to discuss right now. I'm trying to keep it. I'm trying to keep it light. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I thought, Johnny, is it all right? Yes, I go please, first? please. Okay. So um, I'm Canadian, right? And um, I, up until recently until this, we can can mention the election. Of course. Uh, I don't want to get, I mean, I don't want to go, I'm not going to get into it um, because it's just too much. But um, up until the election, I was really heavily considering moving back home and going you know, just thinking about that hypothetical, like, okay, what if, um, Trump is reelected and it's four more years and without like feeling some kind of doomsday scenario, what that four years could mean. I just kind of was like, what am I, what am I doing here? When I, I, I talked to so many people and they say to me, you can always like, you can leave. You're one of the lucky ones. should this happen. So I guess, um, you know, I'm, I'm in this place now where I'm, where I, I think I'm going to be, you know, it's obviously more positive. Um, we knew we have a new president elect. Um, so I feel a little bit uh, more hopeful and more positive, but there's still this little voice in my head that's saying, what are you doing? Go back home. You, you, Silly knucklehead. Is it like a little Canadian um, leaf that's like looking at oh, you? Oh yeah, she's like, it's boy. like a little Canadian leaf going, oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. Come up North Area is so much nicer <laughs> up here. A temp- temp- um, <laughs> what a It's a little tentress. So I don't know. I think it's, I, I don't know if it's like, should I move back home? But it's. It's more of like, how am I ever gonna? I don't know if I'm ever gonna feel like I've made the right decision because it's not just about me. I have children, and it's a whole other Mm -hmm. thing, and a husband. Um, (laughs)
0: Right.
3: But um, you know, so I think it's just about that internal debate and and trying to find a way to quiet those that that dancing Canadian maple leaf. (laughs) <laughs> and I asked you, Maria, to hide her shoes <laughs> asked, so she can stop tapping? I asked cigarettes. you, Maria, because I feel like you might have some insight on 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 your on lo- your location in the moment. And I don't even know if I would enjoy living back in my my right. my place where I mean, I moved away from Canada when I was basically after I graduated high school. I was out, yeah. So I, I lived there for maybe a year, my twenties, but that's it. Um, so you know.
2: Well, I escaped to the lake. I'm a lake. I'm a woman. I'm a lady of the lake right now. Ooh. Yes, and so the creature
0: no, from the lagoon.
2: Yeah, the <laughs> creature <laughs> from the black lagoon. Um, no, I, you know. There is and the reason I'm out here is because LA got to be too much with the pandemic and it just I you know I started to feel trapped and I don't know if that's how you felt feel with the government I just started to feel trapped in my surroundings. But if you moved back to Canada, would you be going to, you know, more of a less urban environment? Something where, you know, an Anne of Green Gables type Mm. situation?
0: Prince Edward's Island.
2: Yes, exactly, Johnny. That's exactly what I'm talking about.
3: I mean, what a dream. Um, No, I would be moving back to Vancouver and it would be urban and it would be like, you know, all of my best friends are up there, all of my family's up there. Um, so it's people and it's, um, It'd be it'd be guys. It'd be a lovely life. Well, yeah, <laughs> which, is a part of the, think- which is a part of the debate. It would be a lovely and it would be a lovely childhood hmm. for my. And kid. I think
1: we've all it was
3: awesome. We've all
1: seen how you know over the last six to eight months, like it's possible to work in the industry remotely. Like you can do yeah. meetings over Zoom. So I feel like this what didn't seem like even a possibility before. Now, where even me, I have no dual citizenship. Um, but I've even fantasized about, like, why not go to, I don't know, Hawaii for three months? Amanda, <laughs> yeah. you don't need dual citizenship to go to Hawaii. She why does.
0: Why is that the like,
1: place? I, I'm Let her saying, apply. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying because I don't have dual citizenship, I would be relegated to somewhere oh, okay. like right, Alaska, right. Hawaii. In my wildest
2: mm-hmm. dreams. Yeah. Um, right 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 but I'm sure you could get your your Dutch passport or whatever from your you know having your your background w- w- Denmark Danish oh
1: thank you yes I'm Danish
0: Maria has your 23 and me to try and in- implicate <laughs> you for a crime soon don't don't fall for it don't give her your information Amanda <laughs> I know Toby, exactly how old is your old how old is your oldest kid uh, uh, eleven okay. So
3: it's still like we're not in high school yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They can still. I'm. I'm getting a little frightened because I'm. I'm worried you're all going to convince me. To go to college well, it
1: does I'm seem like- fun to try.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know it does seem fun, but I'll tell you what, Kobe's also. You know, you're living in your kids are growing up in a place I literally grew up, and right. I'm. You know, things have maybe changed a little bit. But you know, I had a very nice childhood there, and it did seem very small town to me, and it seemed very um, insular and very. It didn't seem like I was in LA growing right. up. Right. Um, if that's the the concern, but if it's more like you want to go home again, and you want to like, but then again, what is home?
1: Mm, God, yeah. beautiful.
0: Home yeah. is where your tax break is. <laughs> <laughs> no, is it better in Canada? No it no not. Uh, <laughs> you know one time no. my
3: you have free health care yeah. and um you know
0: better schools and all that one stuff. time my mom took my sister to prince edwards island because they're oh, obsessed with up. anne of green yeah. gables and when i picked them up from the airport they both had straw hats with red braid <laughs> sticking out <laughs> no, they and do. they still have them pinned on the wall at home it's so cute
2: that's so great that's where i would live if i was going up to canada get me get me to prince edwards island and get me there fast
0: that is the uh, difference between I think Kobe you said you had a little voice in your head but Maria there's a lot of external voices telling you to move. <laughs> a lot of us are saying please, please let us know what it's like.
2: Yes. What do you think you guys? I mean, I think that that if something's if something is pulling you towards a direction, you should, you know, what about spending a couple months there seeing what's up?
3: Yeah. Uh, we know we've been trying to do that, but uh, there's a lot of rules against um, Americans crossing the border right now. So I'm, I, I'm the only Canadian in my family technically right now. Wow. So we, we could, and then it's, it's, it's just like this dance. And I think that's a part of it. I think like if I was able just to go and be there for, a couple weeks just to see everybody and check in. I think yeah. that maybe that voice would go mm-hmm. away. Um, you know, I I I I think that that's just kind of what I need, but I'm restricted in that way as well. So it feels like I have to make a committed choice. To it's either here or there. Because even if you go up and visit there, you have to intensely quarantine because they take this very seriously. Right. Um, for two weeks, like you're not allowed to leave your home to get groceries. So that would
1: be hard to put your whole family through that for like a month or two visit. Whereas if you're just picking up and moving out there, it's like, we do it once and then we're good. That is, that is tough.
0: Have you gone home at all during this time? No,
3: I haven't been home now for, um, for over a year.
1: Wow. Yeah. You may be a little homesick.
3: Yeah, that might be it. But I think maybe wait till the dust settles on like all
1: the chaos that's going on right now and then see how you feel. Because right now we're all having
3: crazy ideas. Yeah, it's like just just crazy ideas. Like, let's just hit the road. Let's just drive and just get out of here. I know that's kind of where I think I'm at. I'll right tell now, you, too. you know what that- helps
2: me. And um, Amanda, you're not going to like it. Is it a VR but headset? Y- no. <laughs> 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 i follow a little family on instagram oh, called the, the bucket list family and uh, i'll tell you what they did kobe they they do they sold he sold a an app and he made a couple million dollars and then he said we're selling our stuff and we're gonna travel the world um for you know the next five years and we're gonna document it all and now they're settled in hawaii and they're but they still travel a lot But why does everyone? Why Amanda? Why do you hate them so much? And Johnny, why are you shaking your head? They are—they're not
0: related. They're all from Actors Access. (laughs) No, I saw the casting call for that family. (laughs) I mean, hats off to them, but I think it's ridiculous. I'm with Johnny. My tax dollars are going to them.
1: I'm with Johnny, and I would actually love for Kobe and Johnny to both check them out and let's get your impressions because my personal opinion is there's something very dark going on there. They're like not—they're Mormon. They're Mormon. That's it, the, that Andrea. is exactly what I'm talking
2: about. <laughs> they're doing service. They're not doing anything wrong. There was that one scam that happened that they apologized for. <laughs> <toward. laughs> one time, you know, yeah, they make a lot of money now because they're, you know, a very loved family. But what I'm saying is they decided to to throw their their things you know their possessions in the air and say we're just gonna go we're gonna see the world and they seem a lot happier although the mother did seem like for a little bit she was maybe losing her mind a little bit but she's okay now how many kids are there there's three but when they started there was only two and then the, the when she started to get a little you could tell there was a little anxiety was when she was pregnant with the
0: third Maria, their their icon photo is everyone in the family is kissing.
1: Yep. What's
2: and then wrong there's with a that? photo of
0: the there's a photo because they're not related. There's a photo of the dad throwing the baby way too high in the air for me. <laughs> I think I remember he was called Butterfingers. <laughs>
2: no. No, I I think, you know, I'm all for you shouldn't get too comfortable in your life. (laughs) You should always have your ears and eyes open to, you know, Mm -hmm. something that's calling you. But you also have to think, well, what is it just me being homesick or me thinking that the grass is always greener? You know what I mean? Nothing a little lake house, a second house can't help you with, Kobe. That's a great option.
3: Coming to you, I'm coming to you, Marie. <laughs> you don't want to come. There's
2: leak. There's listen. There's a roof problem. Um,
0: You're lying.
2: No, they're, It's for real. They were here yesterday, and who's, the chimney has a crack in who's it. Who's they?
1: Well, you better fix that before Santa comes. <laughs> Santa's the one who cracked it.
0: Toby, <laughs> I think if there's ever a time for a big change, now's the time. If there's ever been if there's ever been an inkling, now's the time to do it.
2: Yeah, that's true.
0: And just leave your um, house key under the mat and I'll take a look at your house <laughs> while you're gone. Mm.
3: Yeah, I I always do this. I'll I'll make like a big plan and then I bail. Mm. Like I'll I'll go like, "All right, we're going to try I'll book like a whole trip and then but all with refundable stuff and then and then I bail out. I think it's you know, it's interesting Talking about this this lovely sounding Mormon family in Hawaii, and also it made me think of this documentary. I think it was called Surfwise, which was many more children. It was like ten children in like a surfing van, and um, it, it's interesting because they they in the documentary Surfwise, they go back and they interview the kids about that time. And although the parents thought it was great, the kids were like, "It was a nightmare." Really. <laughs> So there's something about like, kids kind of need stability, like they kind of need a little boring routine Mm. of this is so they feel safe, right? So it's I mean, obviously, if I move to Canada, it's not like I'm like hopping in a van and like driving, you know, living out of an RV. But um, but I I have to consider consider everybody. And I think I think it will, will be like, let's just make an effort to spend more time up there. Yeah, and really carve out that time to do so.
1: Well, I hope the bucket list family hears this because I think that is true. Mm-hmm. Well, they did settle down, and I'm gonna, I'll defend them because this,
2: because once the the oldest got to be like five years old is when they settled in Hawaii, and they mm-hmm. said, okay, now we're gonna stop traveling. Ever, we are gonna actually have a home now, and now they just travel once in a while.
1: Okay, well, that's I, I mean, I'll give them a second chance, but on honestly. I can't wait to hear what Johnny and Kobe really think once we get off the mic, because I do have a feeling that the Bucketless family is a little litigation happy. What does that mean? Like they might sue us if we say too much. Oh, <laughs> well, not
2: me. They all I press is good
0: press for that family.
2: Johnny, do you have anything you need help with?
0: Kobe, my problem seems small compared to yours, but you know, you know what I was going to say actually is, um, (laughs) what my family used to do because they would cancel plans about traveling after planning the whole thing is, um, you send one kid ahead and then you have to go get them. So choose a kid and send them on. Yeah. Send them on.
3: Always the youngest one. I too, I think so too, because it's the scariest scenario.
0: I they the last time they sent me off somewhere I've stayed here in L A and no one's come to get me <laughs> so I'm still waiting. You know, one time this is a true story. We were on a family vacation and that my parents were putting all the groceries in the car at a grocery store and they got ready to leave and a homeless man came and returned me because I was in the cart. I was like two years old and the cart went far away. Wow, an unhoused person. Wow, and they returned me. Um, and my parents <laughs> still love to tell that story.
1: God, that turned
0: you. I wasn't That's worth nice. anything. Okay, so I do have just a little small one that just happened, which is I gave somebody a um, a baby outfit, like a baby gift for a person having a child, and um, they said, "Oh, this is so cute! Is that from one of your one of those Silver Lake boutiques?" And it was from Target. Um, what do you say? Do you let the person? believe it's from a high-end baby boutique or hope that they don't go to Target soon.
2: They don't see the Mossimo yeah. tag on the back?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Signed by Lori Laughlin. <laughs> Do you let somebody assume it's a better, higher-end gift? I said right away it's from Target because I thought it was a test.
1: Yeah, I've had this situation before and someone schooled me about it. Actually, um, Jessica Chaffin, who we had on the podcast. um, Jessica
0: Chastain?
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) But she uh, came up to me and I had um, a dress on. This is actually at the Erio's launch party. And she was like, oh, now I forget what the designer is, Missoni or something. She was like, oh, my God, that's so cute. Is that vintage Missoni? And I said, it's Rent the Runway. And then she oh, just girl. put a hand on my shoulder and said, don't tell people that. Just say yes.
0: I guess we should tell the viewers that I'm sponsored by Target and Amanda's sponsored by brand the runway. <laughs> I would, <wish>, honestly.
1: This <laughs> cool. is a
0: product placement.
1: But I think you can kind of let people, if they're drawing their own conclusions, maybe there's a way you can kind of not lie, but also not come out with the truth. Like You could have said, "Like oh, it does look chic, doesn't it? Well, shouldn't you tell them because if they needed to return
0: it? That's probably why they were asking. Yeah, is it worth the drive to Silverlake? <laughs> they, they
3: can get a better return at Silverlake. <laughs> yeah, seriously, yeah. yeah. money in their pocket. I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't. I I don't. Uh, I love Target. I miss Target. I would love to wander the aisles of a Target. Yeah, right now. Um, so I don't think it's an you know I don't think it's a, a, a slight I think it's like it's if it's cool looking it's cool looking but I think you're right with the receipt there is sort of a return but it's gonna be presented like you put it in the envelope or something right yeah but
2: I think you just tell them I think you just tell I don't think there's anything you go no it's target and you know what they should be glad they got anything
0: yeah. mm. so that's all I guess I'm gonna uproot my family and go to canada
3: <laughs> let's freaking get a caravan go.
0: going you
2: guys let's go fun. we'll hop the border fence
3: they can't they can't keep all of us out you know if we if we show up in numbers what are they going to do at least some of us are going to be able to yeah, get you because you're a citizen
0: i think you're an esteemed you're an esteemed alumni kobe you could you could get us back in
3: I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I'm curious. I, I would love to test out that that power. I've I've been faced with immigration officials like my entire life and that they still terrify me. Not necessarily on the Canadian side. When I was younger they did, but I I buckle under pressure, so I would probably just be like, I don't know, I'm just gonna go, guys.
2: <laughs> You'd say, I don't know who that man and those two children are. I don't know. I don't
3: know. They seem nice though. Maybe <laughs> let them in. I gotta go. <laughs> Buckle under authority.
2: Look, in both of your guys' cases, whether it's Johnny's stupid baby outfit (laughs) (laughs) or Kobe's big life change, (laughs) these are uncertain times, and look, we're all just doing our best. Sometimes both options are good. It it is scary, though, thinking like, you know, do you guys ever think this? You know, if you you can make a left or a right turn, you know, when you're driving, and you're like, I'm going to make a left turn right now, but um, if I made a right turn, would my life be completely different? You know, do you guys ever think the, that the butterfly effect?
3: Yeah, the sliding well, doors. It's like that sliding yeah. doors. I was about to say that movie tripped me out yeah. when it came out. I was like, "This is every moment, every move yeah. I'm making is literally <laughs> that's <the same. laughs> parallel universe, is a very different life." I mean, you decided yeah. to
2: take the freeway to get somewhere, you could die, mm. whereas
0: if you took side mm-hmm. streets, you could live. Mm-hmm. I always thought that would be such a cute couple's costume. Those two sliding doors, brunette and blonde. Yeah, but it's almost that's... a whole year till Halloween.
2: Well, Johnny, that's never stupid.
3: Store gonna... it away. File it away.
0: Store it away. Are we telling your listeners Ooh. that we're doing? We're taping us twice. One if Trump wins, and one if Biden wins. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> yeah, you would never know which one this was.
0: Toby, <laughs> I ac- I actually saw you and your husband at your polling place on the election, but I didn't want to bother you.
3: Stop it! Wait, on the election day? Yeah. We were now. That wasn't us.
0: I was in your guest bath. I was. You. You did mail. For? You did mail and ballot. I could see the whole thing from the kitchen table. Johnny,
3: yours creepy. Oh
2: my God. Toby, I'm in your house.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have a little big one. How do I get out of here?
2: We used to do polling at our house when we lived in Sluka Lake. Like when I was like in first grade or whatever, we had polling booths in our house, and what? people from the neighborhood would come and. Like, instead of doing it at, like, a community place, it was, like, in our house. And Bob Hope lived down the street, so he came and and voted at our house.
0: Didn't you say you felt like you grew up in a place really far from L.A.?
2: That's different. (laughs) That's different. (laughs) Bob Hope is
0: different.
1: But that's fun, isn't it? That we had our own little
3: polling booth. That's
1: very cool. Well, should we transition to the big, big one? First, we got to do our Ask Amanda. Never forget. I did forget. Kobe, Johnny, this is the part of the podcast where we ask you to ask our listeners to rate, review, and subscribe to our Patreon. Now, keep in mind, we've been gone for a while. So we might, Mm -hmm. I don't know if there's new ears on this or what, or they're mad at us. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Up to you, however you want to handle this.
0: I would say please rate, subscribe, vote if you... um, want Kobe to stay in the U S please. And also rate, subscribe and vote. If you want Maria to leave. Is that.
3: (laughs) And I, I, I would, I will say, you know, do we not need podcasts now more than ever? I mean, it's the literally the only socialization that I have in my life. And who wouldn't want to socialize with these two lovely ladies. Yeah. And their guests. And also, what about Patreon? How do they get to, how do they get to Patreon, guys? We want to just, like, go through that process Yeah, Yeah, just go
2: to patreon.com slash the big ones and they'll be there for as little as a dollar a month. And that was a mistake on our part because it should have been, you know, maybe, like, even, like, two dollars would have done a huge, <laughs> made huge a huge difference. Favorite. Yeah.
0: I but, bet it's double.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. But at, at the same time, Maria, we could change that at any point and yet we do not. And there and there it is. There's the story of my life. It
2: could be changed, but it just won't get done.
0: Let's hear some of the incentives for your for your subscribers uh, besides beautiful content.
2: So you get two bonus episodes that no one else gets to hear.
0: Well,
3: so, That is whoa. He- hello. That's worth it. That's that's like what's like what that's like a two dollar purchase? That's the that's the greatest deal. That's a target kind of deal. Exactly. Yeah.
2: That's a target deal with a silver lake boutique look. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break and when we come back, we're gonna get to the big, big one. And I think you guys are gonna like it.
3: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
1: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promotate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, everyone. <laughs> Are you guys ready I'm for this? I'm nervous. It? I'm nervous too, but we have a really fun one. And I think you're going to – it's recognizable. Okay, so it's going to – Be whimsical. Okay. You're an 11-year-old boy named Charlie Bucket, who is very poor and lives with your parents and bedridden grandparents in a tiny house with only one bed. One day, the sexy but demented chocolatier, Willy Wonka, announces that he is reopening his chocolate factory and has invited five lucky children to come on a tour if they find the golden ticket inside one of his Wonka bars. When Grandpa Joe finds the ticket, he is so happy he jumps out of bed and dances. But before you and Grandpa Joe can go on tour, a mysterious man named Arthur Slugworth approaches you with an offer as tempting as a fizzy lifting drink. He is a rival chocolatier and offers you a generous bribe to steal Wonka's everlasting gobstopper and give it to him so he can plagiarize the formula. The dilemma? Would you steal a gobstopper to pull your family out of poverty?
2: Okay, full disclosure, I had no idea that was a subplot. Like, when I was watching it as a kid, I didn't know that's what he was trying to do. I thought he was just a creepy guy. Wonka? No, <laughs> yeah, well, th- were slugging were a slugging slug.
3: You're right, but it is a little it is I've recently watched it because I have children and the he he's kind of around when they win it and then he's kind of whisper 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 whispers. Like you're right, it is not a hundred percent clear, which is why this is gonna be interesting yeah. because if we actually talk about the stakes in play here, yeah. it becomes a different conversation.
2: I will say uh, can I just quickly just I want to get this out in the open. I did play Charlie Bucket in a musical performance. Um, I played Charlie Bucket in uh, at the Malibu uh, Ballet by the Sea Summer Performing Arts Camp. And I was super excited that I got to eat a chocolate bar on stage.
0: Do you feel do you still feel like you're carrying around part of the character?
2: Of course. Of
3: course. Yeah.
0: It's hard to shed, Kobe. Which version do you show your kids—the Johnny Depp one or the original?
3: No, the the old, the old one. And actually, you know what, Marie? You're you're reminding me. This is this is this is the sad version of that. My daughter was supposed to be Charlie
0: oh. in a
3: Willy Wonka production, and guess what? It, they were going to go up and perform, and they shut everything down the Thursday before for COVID, no. so she never got God. to. Go on stage. Sets were built, guys. No. Costumes were made. Dreams were broken. Oh, that's- <laughs> oh yeah, God. totally. I literally completely forgot about that. <laughs> well, you- I
2: did it. I'll tell you what. I did it and she's, you know, she's missing out on a lot because that was like a fire within
3: she'll never feel again was oh my gosh i wonder if it's the same all those same songs i've got a golden ticket yeah.
2: there were a couple yeah i've got a and
1: then there was um... well this is actually one... crazy because maria you're gonna be able to put yourself in his shoes because you've already been there of course mm-hmm. so this is yeah. an interesting advantage you have but let's just say off the bat what where is everyone at because for me as an adult now i'm like Charlie doesn't know that he might inherit the chocolate factory. He doesn't go into the tour knowing that. So I'm like, Mm -hmm. I guess all it is is taking a piece of candy and then you're going to get so much money. Yes. Kobe is raising her hand.
3: (laughs) Sorry. Um, I, I do remember that he does not know that he's going to inherit the factory, but I believe that there is a promise of like a lifetime of candy. Or something ah, like yes. they won this tour and then they were getting a lifetime of candy so i i'm unsure if signing whatever contract and not stealing anything negates that lifetime of candy as well
0: no and i have found out that some landlords do accept chocolate coins
3: monthly <laughs> <laughs> so it just
0: kind of depends on your situation But the and their other, love of chocolate the yep. other
2: thing is is that if you're not the one that's picked at the end if you're Augustus Gloop if you're um, Veruca Salt or whatever you just go home so you could take those gobstoppers too
1: right well that's why they right? get sent home because the other children okay do you want me to tell you what ends up happening in the movie will that help because I read this online today because again I'm like you Maria I watched <laughs> the movie and had no clue any of this went on but then I read it <laughs> Maria I mean, no, was, was
0: in the play
1: the <laughs> oh okay, right you're in the play <laughs> I couldn't make heads or tails out of what I was saying. So what happens is the other kids, you know how he like, you know, puts Veruca down the trash and then that chubby kid gets stuck in the pipe and then the TV kid gets shrunken because they were all going to steal the gobstopper. He was doing all that stuff on purpose? Yes. And so... No. Yes, he was. And so the twist is that um, actually the guy, um, what's his name? Uh... Arthur Slugworth Willie. is actually works for Charlie. And it was all a test.
3: You mean Willie? Yes. Okay. But here's a question. They all like, they all did something. They all like, um like the, the like the, the everlasting gum, they were chewing it and she turned into a blueberry. So it wasn't that they were like creeping in and, and almost stealing it. And then they got kicked out because what I'm also going to bring up is, Charlie and grandpa, uh, whatever his name is Joe. they went into that bubble room and they right. drank the bubbles. They were able to get out of it, but they still they still snuck a taste.
0: They got sauced. <laughs> <laughs> they got yeah.
2: That is, it was everyone not being able to keep their damn hands to
1: themselves. I mean, it was, it's, could you? Yeah. I know for a fact you would be no. stuffing your pockets with gobstoppers. Well, you were allowed <laughs> to. That's the thing. It's like everyone yeah. was
2: allowed to eat the, the, you know, Twizzler rope and, you know, the coffee, the, the daffodil cups. It was when Augustus was using his hands in the chocolate river and fell in where you go, well, dude, come on. You don't need to be doing yeah, that. they're
3: being greedy. And that's mm-hmm. the
2: thing. So what does so so let's just for the sake of this, it's that it's that Slugsworth says you gotta you come out of there and you'll you'll get a billion a million dollars, right?
1: Yeah. I think whatever. Would it is, you do a, that? I mean it's hard because obviously stealing is wrong. But if you're just taking it's just like I don't know either of these guys. So at the end of the day <laughs> I gotta look out for right. me. <laughs>
3: yeah. I think it's more of a moral dilemma than like a promise, right? It's more like, are you, do you steal like with the intent to benefit yourself or, or do you sort of be grateful for the place and the situation that you're in and kind of not expect anything, but you've already kind of won this situation. I would totally steal the <laughs> stuff <stopper. laughs> As a follow up i I think i I mean listen um <laughs> you're destitute your all, all your grandparents are in one g d bed, like yeah. i think i think you i think you take it, hey, let's you take it and you put it in your pocket and you see what happens at the end of the exactly. day exactly taking it doesn't necessarily mean. I'm going to sell it to this guy <laughs> and maybe he's going to get me. I don't know, <laughs> but I'm going to hold on to it. I'm going to put it in my pocket. Yeah. And I'm just going to, I'm going to play. I'm going to play both sides. I'm going to play you this. out. going to get a, suits, bidding, war, a bidding war going. Why not? This reminds me of the
2: time. in I think it may have been first grade where someone brought cupcakes to school. And I don't know if I've told this story before, but there were vanilla and there were, cho-
1: Oh, I know <laughs> this. This is so, <laughs> and there this were shows chocolate me you'll cupcakes. take the golf stopper, Absolutely.
0: I still see the vanilla frosting on her teeth. (laughs) Maria.
1: So
2: everyone was allowed one kind. But I said to myself, well, that's crazy. There's (laughs) leftover ones. I I need to have two. And I need to have one of each. So I took one and I put it inside my desk and I left it there the entire day. And I said, I'm keeping this here and then I'm going to bring it home. And I still to this day remember taking the cupcake out and the frosting being left at the top of the desk because it was one of those slide desks, you know, where it was like, and I was scared out of my wits that I was going to get caught. (laughs) I can't remember if I did or not, but moral of the story is I had two cupcakes at the end of the day.
0: I think cupcakes and everyone else had one. Cupcakes for children seems like a very LA childhood. I don't know.
3: We did not have cupcakes in wow. Canada. We had we had bear claws and they were
0: disgusting.
3: Wow. I'm just, you know,
2: I the guilt that would plague me and I'm a big guilter. I'm a big, you know, that Catholic guilt comes creeping up. I couldn't do it. I think of it as someone's inviting you into their home and this is a this mm. you're not Deser- you don't deserve it. You don't like. It's it's. This is someone being gracious and going, "Come on into my chocolate factory."
1: Now, what you about I... this? You get there and the guy's kind of weird.
0: Which guy? Mm. Oh, Willie well, <laughs> Willie.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, but you know he's <laughs> you know
3: eccentric. He's eccentric, maybe is, better... and is that so
2: wrong? Should you steal from
3: eccentric people, Amanda? But here's the thing. Here's the thing that I think we're all forgetting, and I'd like to bring it back up and remind everybody: you walk into that candy forest. He's like, go for yeah, it. He does. say He's it. like, people are eating the candies. I mean, Gloop is in that that river. Don't do it. But like, he's like, try <laughs> everything. And everyone's all about it. And I I don't remember specifically, but I feel like he was kind of like check out the Gobstoppers. Like he was kind of like. And maybe that was to steal it, but he was very gracious and really allowing uh, a lot of testing. And even with the kids that ate the gum and stuff, he was, it was sort of like, don't try to maybe not do that. But they only got punished physically by all the, (laughs) you know, By their own doings, by their own actions. Because they were being too greedy. Right,
2: You know what this reminds me of? And Johnny, I don't know if you've seen this. Kobe, I don't know if you have, but Amanda, I know you have. And I you are going to do a you're... mini episode on I think
1: it. I know what you're going to say. It, was the, El-
2: it yes. was the Ellen show debacle.
0: Of course, I've seen it.
2: Oh, she no, raked, what is it? She raked
0: a woman over the coals, Kobe. <laughs> she raked,
2: she a, raked woman a woman about what? over
0: the coals, an audience member.
2: So basically what happened was, you know, Ellen oh. likes to pull her, her tricks, her pranks. And so she put out a table and it said everyone can pick one Ellen item and and no more. And so they had a hidden camera there and all the audience members were picking one item. And then there was one woman who saw all the Ellen merch and went, well, God, you know, she was having a Kobe mindset of going, well, hell yeah, I'm going to take what I want. This is my day. <laughs> and they had this woman on camera just going nuts over the Ellen merch. And then in front of all of America, they played it with her in the audience and Ellen's going what what were you doing why did you do that why did you take so much stuff and it was really hard to Mm. watch but it was like that's the thing of like if you think no one's Mm. looking but who Mm -hmm. knows if you wouldn't have taken if you wouldn't have taken all that Ellen stuff maybe you would have gotten a new car
3: Right, right. Like if she, yeah, I hear what you're yeah, I hear what you're saying. Like she might be rewarding good behavior, and she probably did because she probably showed the other people. So at the very least, they got like a little pat on the back because they were good citizens. I don't know. You're, I mean, I this is this is me knowing all of the information that I know. And and are you supposed to be a, an 11 year old kid? Or are we allowed to be you're 11? So it's like I feel like I I, th- I feel like I probably would have been. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to say two things. I think I would probably would have felt really guilty, but I was also like a little bit of a kleptomaniac at that <laughs> point in my life. So I think I, I feel like the klepto might've overpowered the guilt because of the more open situation of like, try things Then I would have bent that rule mentally. But I don't think that I would have, I'd like to think that I wouldn't have sold it, but you know, you got to look out for your family
0: Mm -hmm. too. I mean, I like Kobe's rule of put it in your pocket, decide later. (laughs) And say like (laughs) you do that at CVS yesterday or something. It's not that you haven't not paid yet. I may still go back and pay Mm -hmm. for whatever I stole yesterday. Mm -hmm. But I think if I was 11 years old, I would go straight to the source and ask the Oompa Loompas what they think of their boss. What are the work hours? (laughs) What's the union situation? How are you being treated? And maybe then uh, stage a coup.
1: Oh, so you're you're alleging there's bigger issues. And actually, you saying that, and Maria, you bringing up the Ellen thing, is drawing a lot of parallels in my mind between Willy Wonka and Ellen. Because I also think it's really messed up of Willy Wonka to put this... Like, poor 11-year-old child who he knows comes from this situation into a scenario like this. But what scenario did he put him into? All he's doing is giving him the gift of touring the factory. No, he's tempting and then, him because he sent this creep to offer him money to steal a gobstopper. Because right. he's trying to well, test his you, moral character.
2: Wouldn't you, if your entire factory was on the line...
1: Uh, I would probably, instead of doing 11-year-olds, I'd do like 24-year-olds.
2: No, girl, (laughs) that's trouble. That would turn into like Love Island or something.
0: Now, I have a a question. If you steal the gobstopper and get all the money, do you have to tell your grandparents?
2: (laughs) Oh, Johnny, so you just get out of there?
0: Or do you get them them a Tempur-Pedic? And let them. They do enjoy their life.
3: At least get them a tempurpedic.
0: Yeah. Dude. You would
1: need a Tempur- though that could go up and down on both sides. Do they? Do they make those? Because they're all sleeping head to toe.
0: Right, right, right. Well, I could get it custom, and that. And then my pockets are empty again. I mean, what's the point?
2: So what's everyone's final? Let's go around and do final decisions. Amanda, we haven't
1: really heard from you in what well, you
2: would do here. Because
1: I'm I'm a little bit torn because I do think it's like, hey, I've been I found this golden ticket like there's these two rich chocolate factory owners who are putting me in the middle of their bullshit like and I have four grandparents, bedridden grandparents and two parents um so i'm wondering like what do i owe these people they're basically like billionaires playing with people's lives so i want but i'm like maria i have catholic guilt and of course i know how the story turns out where you end up being rewarded but i don't like those sort of morality setups so i'm gonna take the gobstopper because i'm i don't like the whole spiel i think is wrong I say 100% I'm not taking the
2: gobstopper. This is not my place. This is someone else's factory. This isn't just stealing something. This is stealing someone's secrets, basically. This is stealing someone's, what they worked their entire life for. That is not my place. I know I'm poor, but it's not my place. And I just can't do it. And I'm sorry.
3: Kobe? I you
0: need Johnny to go because I'm flip-flopping mentally. I was going to use your own words, Kobe, that you told me right before the podcast, <laughs> which was snitches <laughs> get stitches. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Loud and clear. I hear it. <laughs> no to the gobstopper and somehow yes still to the temperpedic for my grandparents. <laughs> okay. This is a really hard one for me. Um, I...
3: I think I'm really trying to go to this, to this place. I'm really trying to go to this world. And I think if, I think if you let Kobe Smolders loose in the factory, she'd have a pocket full of gobstoppers. <laughs> but I think, I think sweet Charlie, you know, even, even, even sweet innocence, 11 year old Kobe doesn't really understand the responsibility of the family is more just looking to please this hero of mine. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna say no. I think I'm gonna look at it. I'm gonna. I'm gonna really appreciate it. Uh, I'm gonna think about it, and then I'm gonna walk mm. away.
2: That's good. Well, beautiful. I hope you're all proud of yourselves.
0: Kobe, have you noticed if your daughter has shaken the character yet, or is she's she still has a little pip in her Try- walk?
3: <laughs> a little charlie bucket in her yeah you know uh, she's she is very charlie like it's funny cuz thinking about this made me think of her and she would have a complete panic attack if she put that gum stopper in her pocket cuz she's such a rule mm. follower like she'd be like panicked and i think that that's what, if you if you would all grew up with like a father that you were terrified of which i was <laughs> some of the times like you want you're like you're so afraid of getting in trouble that i think i would be i think i'd be more afraid of getting in trouble and she would be she would have been terrified of of doing anything wrong in that scenario
0: what if the rule was to steal in your house
3: in 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 my house like my father said you well then i would do i'd steal I'd, I'd do
0: I'd, daddy love me yeah wow.
1: please Daddy, love me, please.
0: You sound like how I talk to my plants.
3: (laughs) (laughs) your plants, Daddy.
0: They call me Daddy.
3: Whatever makes them grow. Whatever makes them grow.
2: So, Amanda, I sent you a Dear Big Ones that we got from a listener. And this is exciting because we haven't done this in a long time. So let's hear what the listeners need help with.
1: Great. Okay. Hey, Big Ones. I have a conundrum for you. I have a cousin who is a hairdresser. She's been doing my hair for several years. And if I'm honest, I've never been completely wowed with the final product. (laughs) But the last two times, she's really missed the mark. My hair isn't ruined by any stretch, but the color is not what I was going for. She actually admitted both times that she wasn't sure what went wrong. She's offered to fix the last oopsie, but I'm not totally confident she can. Do I go get it fixed somewhere else and start going to a new hairdresser, making my relationship with my cousin awkward? Or do I tough it out until one of us moves away or she retires? We see each other fairly often, so it would be obvious I've been getting my hair done somewhere else.
3: I mean, I think that there is, I mean, not only is it like a family situation, you guys obviously have a relationship, but I will say like the hairdresser uh, customer relationship is kind of an intimate one. If you, if you go on the regular, yeah. my advice would be to say, you know what, I'm going to go do my color somewhere else, but I would love for you to still cut my hair. And like you pop in just for haircuts, little trims, unless it's like a major redo if you don't trust you to do that but you go in for like little upkeep and then you just say you know what I'm sorry like I just wanted to try another colorist I think you're super talented and I'd love you to cut but or you
2: say I want to go natural with my colors like I want to do like a sulfate thing type thing you know oh interesting Mm -hmm,
0: mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, or you keep lying and say you're getting the quarantine cut by your husband (laughs) and you're secretly going to a new stylist
3: yeah well, oh, that's good. Yeah, during this time, you could totally you can cheat. do yeah. that.
0: Yeah, I, mean, I-, I do. I have. I do work sometimes at the front desk of a hair salon here, um, just for shits and giggles, not for cash, Kobe. But um, <laughs> but I I, uh, I have
3: thank you for clarifying. I do recommend
0: for people to go see my friend Brian, who cuts his hair there, and I sent Amanda there, and I have gotten a text from him of a photo of Amanda saying it looks like she goes somewhere else now. <gasps> So they do notice. <laughs> oh no. my god! I'm sorry.
1: Listen, I think
0: what what you could do is get a replacement. Send a friend. I mean, some blindfolded idiot. Say, hey, I know a great stylist, <laughs> and then you're not. Then it's you're compensating for the cash that you're not giving them. Oh, also with with family, I don't know if they're getting money, but if it's like a a thing for money, then get your replacement in, and then you can sneak out the back door.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean hair is such if it's really it's not they're saying they're not messing it up but you know, if you're not happy with it, you should have a haircut that makes you happy. And th- that's not mm-hmm. an easy thing to find also. Yeah. Um, you know, I haven't found someone that can really work these work these strands. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you should see my friend Brian.
1: Yes, oh, go, okay. then I'll be off the hook. Actually, I loved, <laughs> Amanda loves him. I loved Brian's haircuts. I really did. But I started going to a girl down the street that I could walk to. But now she's moved. And so now I have no one. So maybe I'll go back to Brian. But I think I agree with Kobe. A difficult conversation now is better than a lifetime of bad color and cuts. So yes. I think just kind of like you can make it about you to say, like, I'm just so weird about my hair. Like, I'm so picky. I just wanted to try this other place.
2: Yeah
0: or you could say I love to gossip to my hairstylist and I just don't feel like since your family I can talk um shit about you. Mhm. Great. They get that.
1: Yeah.
2: Well guys, this has been such a great episode back. I feel rejuvenated. I feel like I'm back in the big one's house. I'm Ooh. in the big one's house. The
1: bi- yeah, like the circus tent. That's
2: right. <laughs>
0: Marie, are you going to read the cease and desist letter that just came in from the Bucket List family?
1: <laughs> no, that's not me. They like
2: me. They don't like Amanda. They're coming after Amanda.
0: That is the first thing I'm going to look up um,
3: after we sign off. I'm fascinated. They, I love they, that we
0: did, we did Charlie Bucket and the Bucket List family.
3: Oh, my hey, God. Hey, that is
0: oh. true. I wonder if they is, would accept him.
2: They would. They're very good people.
0: Oh, God. Maria is one of them.
1: she's their PR person
2: well, guys, do you wait? What's going on with the both of you? Do you want people to find you? Do you've got do you've got things going on, Johnny? Do
0: you, do I'm in Colby's Kobe? house. Please don't look for me. <laughs> I
3: keep, you know what? I keep checking all the closets. I think he moves. I think he constantly <laughs> He's circulates not in the He's around else. because I see evidence of it. I see wrappers. <laughs> I see little breadcrumbs. He's in the walls. Yeah. Sometimes I see yeah. a charger still plugged into an outlet and i go that's not mine the trick
0: is to move very slowly
3: <laughs> yeah
0: around the house Lens.
3: yeah yeah no sudden i like that um no i mean no yeah, <laughs> that's fair i get it I, I just um yeah i mean no i were i know
0: there's nothing there's nothing going on right now my friends that's the right. less eyes on me the better <laughs> <Great>. <laughs>
3: agreed,
2: agreed. <laughs> well you can find Just let us let me get through this Yes, yeah, seriously <laughs> if you you can find us at the big ones pod on twitter you can email us at the big ones podcast at gmail.com and and you can join our patreon you please rate and review and then you know we'll be back again next week
3: well,
0: we're so excited. This is going to be a great season.
3: Oh, thank Thanks, you, Johnny. Johnny. That's our, our bag. It's such a such a pleasure to be on it. And you guys are just the greatest.
2: Thanks, well, you thank guys. You. This is really warms my heart.
0: It's because you're you have that broken roof, Maria.
1: <laughs> I know I need something. To
0: Get work. a blanket. You
1: need that gop stopper. You need the cash. <laughs> tarp it up. <laughs> tarp it up.
2: There was a tarp up there, but now it's fixed. They fixed it. They fixed it but now the drywall guy has to come in so
3: <laughs> process it's a process patreon process. yes
0: patreon. please you guys
3: hit up that patreon
2: <laughs> well everyone thank you so much for listening to
3: The great One. ones erios powered by
1: acast